journey. It's time to talk with Liz and Peter. Good morning, my love. Good morning, my love. How are you this morning? I'm doing fine. I woke up pretty early, like a couple hours ago. So, it's been a good morning. Just got some stuff done. How are you? I'm a little groggy, but feeling good. I actually got like eight hours of sleep last night, which is rare. So, yeah, go me. Yeah, rare healthy because, stuff. Rare because you don't normally sleep, like get that much sleep, or you don't normally sleep through the night? Both. One, I went to sleep like 10.30. Normally I go to sleep at like midnight, one o'clock. And I didn't wake up mm. during the night. Oh, so good. You were tired. I was actually tired, yeah. Mostly because starting the new job, actually working from... God, where was I? Like 8.30 to 6-something last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm liking that. It's going well. Yeah. So, today's topic kind of got chosen for us just because the world is what it is right now. Today is Election Day in the United States of America. Go Patriots. Woohoo. I take that back. Go Chiefs. We're in Kansas City area, so to hell with the Patriots. But in terms of voting, get out there, do your civic duty, or don't. We live in a capitalist oligarchy, so really, I mean, unless you're a white supremacist, there's not a whole lot of difference between the candidates. And by that, I mean one candidate is definitely 100% spurring on white supremacist violence. So if you care about that, don't vote for that guy. By the way, that's Donald Trump. That dude is a racist, and he emboldens them just in case there was any question. So, election day 2020, you got any predictions? No. Do you? I predict that there will be violence no matter who is elected. The scale of that violence will be greater, I think, if Biden is elected. I think there are a lot of Trump supporters out there who are so fucking stupid and brainwashed and taught to look at their fellow Americans as cockroaches or rats or a virus or I don't know any of the same language that dictators who've committed genocide in the past have used Mm -hmm. uh, that they are not really cool with anything other than their guy Mm -hmm. I think that these are the same people who if they thought it would benefit them like if they and by that I mean if they thought that the right the right people would be hurt the people that they don't like would be hurt by having I don't know, a monarchy again, they'd totally be down to kiss the boots of a king. Mm-hmm. They just have very low critical thinking skills and they've got grievances. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's going to be like Night of the Long Knives or like the Day of the Rope or anything like that, but I do think that you're going to see some people do some violence. And I would be surprised if we got through today, the last day of voting, without something crazy happening at a polling station. Yeah. So, other than that, I think Biden will win. I hope Biden will win. But I'm also not really confident that a Biden presidency will help the country move forward in the ways that it needs to. Like, if Biden wins, I still don't think that people who need it will get health care in the way that they need it. Whatever plan he pushes through is going to be some means-tested, very narrowly applied program that 
still leaves tens of millions of people in the lurch and still cont contributes to tens of thousands of avoidable deaths every year. Like, I don't think that there's going to be some magic bullet in that sense. Uh, the environment, probably the most important issue of our lifetimes, will not get better under a Biden presidency. He is so in the pocket of big energy companies that, yeah, the whole like 30 years until the earth is unlivable for most people thing. Yeah, it's, we're not we're not going to avoid it. You know, when we're on when we when we are in our 60s, we are going to live in an earth. Well, shit, we may not be alive because the earth will be unlivable. Yeah, I think that's why I really perceive this particular election as like a lose-lose situation. Um, either, like, it's just more of the same, regardless of who wins. It's die faster with Trump, die slower with Biden. Right. And I don't see, like, with one, the lives of marginalized people and disenfranchised people get markedly worse with under a the current administration's presidency and if biden were to win i don't see the lives of marginalized or disenfranchised people i don't see their lives improving at all so i kind of really do view it as a lose-lose however i do not want the present administration to continue so for that reason i i'm really lo like lacking a lot of hope right now I want to know the outcome, but I'm not, not feeling any type of way about it. Um, in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm shut down. And just from like a threat response perspective, you know, people can respond to threats by like going into sympathetic nervous system arousal where they kind of go into fight or flight mode, um, like run away from it or fight back or, you know, get angry about the situation, um, get anxious about the situation, want to talk about the situation, that kind of thing. I feel like I have gone down into shutdown mode or freeze where I have really just disengaged from it and kind of the way I keep describing it is I've just kind of put it away in a box and tucked it away in a corner of my mind and I only think about it when I have to, and when I do so, I'm really emotionally removed from it all. Um, it's it's kind of like a painful topic, I suppose, on some level. I'm just kind of removed and disengaged from that pain, because in the face of injustice, I feel a lot of pain, and mm -hmm. I kind of don't have space for the pain right now. Um, like as a black person. And as like a working class person, I, I feel so intimately involved, like the, 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 like the personal is the political, the political is personal to me. So I feel so intimately involved that I feel like pained by the situation. I don't really have time for that amount of pain or dealing with it because I, you know, I am in graduate school. I'm trying to like move ahead in life and like, just like get through the fucking day and so in order to do so, I've really like compartmentalized this. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just how I've been coping. Yeah, and I think what you described points out a really insidious aspect of the power structure in our country. <sighs> Gonna sound like I always sound. 
capitalism necessitates exploiting an underclass of people and taking value that they create and giving it to people who didn't create it. Mm -hmm. And the more that you can beat down and make people submissive, the more successful that system is. Right. And there are tons of mechanisms for that. But one of them is just the constant, like being under constant threat is bad for your mental health. Right. And it's by design. If you, if your mental health is bad, you don't have as much willpower. If you don't have as much willpower, you can't exhibit grit. You can't work harder to better yourself. You can't, well, it's harder anyway. You are basically just at a huge disadvantage because you're steeped in a system that causes your mental faculties to not work as well. That makes sense. I mean, if you're just working to survive in capitalism, like with the daily grind being as hard as it is, mm -hmm. if you're just trying to survive, you don't have any excess resources or mental energy to combat the system or even engage with the system in a meaningful way. You yeah. are you were just focused on like the next moment. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree that that is also that is by design. That is what you're referring to. Mm -hmm. And that's that's where I'm at. Right. I'm trying to further myself professionally and academically so that I'm able to like continue making enough money to like survive under the present system. And even when I see injustice in the system, I'm so depleted and emotionally drained by it all that I don't I've, I've disengaged from it. Mm -hmm. So. So, yeah. And, and that disengagement in a way is a win for the oppressors. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And that's not saying that what you're doing is wrong or that you should feel bad no, about I it. No, I don't it's feel just personally like, attacked yeah. by any means. Like we all, I think it's really important to separate like, like we all play a role in what's going on and just taking ownership of where you're at and the role you play. Like I recognize that while I am like talking about how I'm trying to grind under capitalism and like I talked about how I'm like a working class, like graduate student who's like fairly poor right now. I still have enough privilege that I feel insulated and safe enough that I feel like I can disengage from the system. Um, I can disengage politically in a way that people whose like lives are threatened on a daily basis more so than mine who have less security than I do under the present system can't disengage because their lives are at stake. So even in, even in this, I recognize the privilege that I have even as an, in a, like we all hold spaces of privilege and non-privilege. We all hold spaces of power and la less power um, mm -hmm. under the system that we we live in. So I'm just kind of recognizing where I fall on the spectrum of all of that. Yeah. So jumping back a little bit into the election. So I voted for Biden. I didn't feel good about it for, for a bunch of the reasons I just listed out. My first choice was Bernie, but we had the unprecedented happening of literally every other candidate dropping out and coalescing behind Joe Biden before Super Tuesday. Never happened before in our nation's history. It took a lot of inside dealing and a lot of misinformation and a lot of establishment resources to beat down the person that I think could have been the greatest president of our lifetime, could have been our generation's FDR. Expanded social programs, infrastructure spending, healthcare, actually make us respected in the world again. Even a Joe Biden presidency is not gonna do that. So 
while I voted for the guy, didn't feel good about it. Yeah, I don't like to even like say who I voted for. I'm uncomfortable stating who I voted for because it's not a candidate that I support. I also voted for Biden, but I also don't support a Biden presidency. So it it's nothing I'm proud of. Yeah. I mean, let's just go down the list. Both candidates, old, white, part of the American aristocracy, both have pretty legitimate claims of sexual assault against them. Both have histories of racist policy. Joe Biden with the crime bill, Donald Trump with his whole life. Other than the whole really emboldening white supremacists and doing a lot of public theft, Trump is not that different than Biden. I disagree with you as far as I do see significant differences, but I don't see them in any way that would create significant differences in policy or like you said, like the changes that would take place under Bernie Sanders. I don't see Biden's presidency impacting our country in a, in a positive way that I would, would have seen a Sanders presidency doing so. So that's what I meant when I said I just see a Biden presidency as more of the same, more of the status quo. Those who are in power will stay in power. Well, another reason why they're so similar is because both parties are parties of capital. They're capitalist parties. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, their job is to perpetuate the capitalist system. Capitalism is profit at all costs. Right. Just make profit. Well, government isn't run as a, a profit at all costs endeavor. It's run for the good of the community, for mm -hmm. the good of society. It would be really nice if we had a political and economic system that, oh, I don't know, cared about the community and the good of society. Right. Oh man, I think I've heard of one of those before. Socialism.